0: Welcome back for another episode of Full Steam Ahead, where we discuss all things STEM, but with a twist of art. Our goal is to encourage the next generation of STEM leaders, bring our experiences to life, and encourage you to reach your full potential. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, STEM with a twist of art. Today, we've got a very special guest joining us today. Her and I go way back to middle school when we were both homeschooled. Uh, we actually met in a homeschool group, even though we weren't taught in the same setting. Uh, we would have social outings uh, together and things of that nature. Our parents um, are really cool. Um, we've learned a lot from each other. I think both of our families have learned a lot from each other. Um, and so she's very, very, very special to me, and definitely very special to to the to the world as well. Um, so n- none other than. Oyatewa Oyarende. Um, and don't start talking yet. Let me let me big you up. Let me go ahead and do your bio. Uh, Dr. Oyatewa Oyarende is currently a dermatology trainee at Harvard Dermatology Residency Training Program, chief resident of her class. She was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and earned her B.S. in sports medicine at Howard University in Washington, D.C., HBCU, pride. Oyatewa then went on to obtain her medical degree from the University of Illinois at Chicago College of Medicine. She later took a year off from medical school to conduct research at the National Institutes of Health. Her work resulted in multiple publications in peer-reviewed journals, abstract publications, and oral presentations at national conferences. Outside of medicine, she enjoys traveling, performing spoken word heard, poetry and writing her own blog, which you can find at www.notanotherdoctorblog.com. With no further ado, please welcome Dr. Oya Tewa to full steam ahead. Woo! All right, so Thank we're you. glad to have you impressive. here. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me.
1: This is so exciting.
0: No problem. No problem. So um, one thing we'd like to do is see kind of where your head is musically. Um, And so we're going to jump into the Lessons in the Trap segment of our show. Uh, And this is the point where you can go on ahead and talk about a song that has motivated you. Uh, gotten you through a tough time Through a tough week Or, or just something that you like And you relate to uh, and, and tell us why you like it So I'll let you go on ahead and do that
1: Okay, I'm so sorry But I have two So I'm going to just say the two um, My first one is um, Best Life um, uh, It's um, Cardi B and Chance the Rapper And okay. I hope y'all know it But this song just makes me so happy So when I'm having a bad day um, It kind of reminds me that like I'm living my best life um, and, you know, the a line of the songs that's got a couple L's. So you might have some losses, but you're still living your best life. And I think oftentimes you look back on times in your life that you might have stressed at that moment, but you look back and you're like, wow, that was a great time of life, like college. I was stressed at Howard for some odd reason, because I look back and I'm like, I would do anything for those days again. So I try to remind myself that I'm currently living my best life. And um, so that song really speaks to me. And then on the gospel side, Um, It's Trust in You, Anthony Brown, and Group Therapy. Um, Definitely check that song out. It basically just talks about, like, we weren't created to worry or fear, um, but just created to kind of trust in God and that God handles everything. So those two songs together have gotten me through a lot of hard times, for sure.
0: Okay. That's That's dope. I'm going to have to check out the second one. Um, I may have heard it, but I'm not always, uh, don't always remember the title sometimes. But, Yeah. yeah, definitely. I appreciate that. um So now I got a good one for you for nature versus nurture. I hope you're hope you're ready for this. All right. Um, this is where we we kind of see see where you come from. Like you know how, how are how are you? Ready? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and we we want to know a little bit more about you. So I'll give you two choices. On each thing, but you have to pick one. You have to tell us which one you prefer or which one is better in your eyes. All right. Damn, so, you, you know. Damn, you um, by the way, I'm going to call you Tewa on on the podcast for short. That's what I know you by. So.
2: Absolutely. All right.
0: So, which is better? And you got to be honest because you know I know you might be a little bit of, a little bit biased. Which off is better? Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> Ghana
0: or Nigeria.
1: No question, Nigerian like go- the Nigerian jollof is the best. Okay, I don't know what you heard, but it's definitely Nigerian. <laughs>
0: okay,
2: <laughs> right, that's, cool. that's cool.
0: I'm asking. I low key didn't know. Didn't and this is gonna speak to my ignorance? But I didn't. I didn't know that Ghana had jollof. Um, I but... didn't either. <laughs> okay, I'm glad it's not just me.
1: Senegalese actually created jollof. So it's not even like Nigerians
2: created it; we just perfected it, right? As we tend to
3: oh. Oh, Okay. As we tend to do. Okay.
1: <laughs>
3: <You> know, <laughs> okay. Okay. Nigeria just level so. Gotcha. I okay. mean, nice. there's got to be some truth to that because I only know it from Nigerians. I only, only Nigeria.
2: I've only had Nigerian jollof rice. So.
0: I think I think I've only now had Nigerian. But it was funny. It, it was funny because one fire. time i was at a i was at a kickback yeah. and there was uh there was like two not like two or three nigerian dudes and a, and a dude that was from from ghana and we were playing um uh what's the what's the game where you hit the buzzer you trying to guess the cards taboo. not jet ju- taboo yeah taboo. we were playing taboo and somebody gave a clue and it i don't i can't remember what it was but i just know that one of the guys that was guessing his first thing was Nigeria has trashed Joloff. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> everybody just started rolling.
3: Fighting like,
1: words. Fighting words. No, actually. The guy <laughs> I'm currently dating is from Ghana and this is a current day-to-day
0: fight. So Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Okay. I got you. So to bring it bring to bring it in into the US, uh, to bring it into the US, we're gonna we're gonna bring it bring it back for a second. Uh, it's Black History Month. Martin Luther King or malcolm
1: x i'm gonna have to go with malcolm now we love okay james and i both went to mlk high school together so you know always but malcolm x i think for, shout
0: out to the east side
1: for a few reasons i think that um and i don't know i don't want to get too deep i know we have other things to talk about but i feel like um peace without a little bit of resistance doesn't always get the message across in the right way and i'm not even saying that mlk wasn't about resistance he definitely was so mm-hmm. I just feel like the way in which Malcolm X was about it, um, especially in the later part of his life, I really resonate with. I do think in the earlier parts of his life, he was just angry without purpose, and that's kind of dangerous too. Mm-hmm. But definitely after he traveled to Mecca and was able to kind of see what peace looks like and what it looks like to, to commune with people that are different from you but not allow them to disrespect you, I think his message mm-hmm. was that part of his life that people often don't talk about, right? I, I nope. feel like was so powerful so you know older older days malcolm x is definitely my pick
3: Mm. great choice (laughs)
0: you're gonna bring it even down even further we're gonna take it to to atlanta Okay, okay um andre 3000 or big boy
1: go okay for sure i remember um there are some friends from high school that we used to just listen to this um you remember janae and candace we used to listen to in candace basement so this just kind of gives me home vibes um thinking about growing up definitely
0: yeah i remember definitely remember all those all those projects we did down in uh either janae or Candice's basement basement. (laughs) for spanish and stuff like that okay cool cool so now that we took it down to the ATL level, we're gonna we're gonna bring it back out. Okay. Um Afrobeats or Dance Hall?
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's definitely Afrobeat. Now dance hall dance hall is, is good too. So I'm not no stage mm-hmm. to anybody from the Caribbean or anything like that, but I think Afrobeat is is a is um a really wide range of music. We, all, we call it all Afrobeat because it's just now getting widespread, so people just have to like put a name on it. But it's just amazing, like Ghanaian music, Nigerian music, and then the different kinds of music within Nigeria. And it's just like, it's not too hype, you know? But then it, it's, it's kind of like calm, but then just kind of has you like jigging a little bit. I don't know, it's just, um, it's, a, it's a great mood that you can just ride all day. You know, gotcha. I can't listen to dance hall all day. You know, I can listen to Afrobeat okay. all day. Yeah.
0: Got gotcha. you. I have a um, I have I have a friend that's that's broken it down for me. I, I forgot, but it's it's always interesting to hear the the different takes on it. That and yeah, soca um, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah
1: soca yeah. is really hype, right? You jumping up and down like this is Soka energy, right? I feel like Afrobeat right. energy is just kind of it's, it's 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 middle of the way. And 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 to say like the Queen B herself made an Afrobeat album, so if Beyonce made an Afrobeat album, that should tell people a lot, right? She she you know she didn't make a, a you know a soap album you
2: know she didn't make a dance album. that's
0: all i gotta say <laughs> okay <laughs> all right that gotcha <laughs> that's cool that's cool all right so our um our next segment is uh, gives you a chance to blow off some steam <laughs> so it's called blowing off some steam uh literally you know you can talk about something that happened at work um you know somebody cut you off in traffic um, pissed you off at the grocery store in any, anything anything like that so um you know you, if you have anything to, to blow off feel free to do so right now
1: see the thing is um I, the, the real things i have to blow off i can't say on here so that's you know unfortunately you know um i got you yeah but let me let me think about something generally in life that i want to vent about um i think i'm really annoyed with cancel culture in general um so i think like the culture where like people say something one make one mistake and then people just cancel them it's really frustrating to me i think particularly on social media because created a culture where people can't be honest so like everyone has to have one opinion and if someone has a dissenting opinion then people just kind of like cancel them their business any clothes they ever wore anybody that
2: ever supported mm-hmm.
1: them i think that's just very dangerous because if we don't if we can't have conversations across the board then uh What ends up happening is that really bad things that should have come to light and we should have talked about end up just festering in the dark. And then you see crazy things um, happening and it feels like it's out of nowhere, like Trump. But it's not out of nowhere. It's um, (laughs) it's been festering for a long time. People just couldn't be honest because of cancel culture. So I really think it's important that we let people say what they have to say and they shouldn't be afraid that no one's gonna ever listen to them or do anything with them again because they said their opinion. I think, yeah, so I just think it's just dangerous.
0: Okay, that's real. That's real. Do you uh, do you feel as though so with with cancel culture, do you do you think that someone who might have tweeted something out or said something x amount of years ago, do you think that it's possible to um, I don't I don't know if forgive is the correct word, but to look at that situation and say okay, that's how that person was then. They are probably a changed person now, or they may have a different outlook on things.
1: Yeah, definitely if we're gonna keep canceling people then there has to be a chance at redemption because like people do change and grow and like i can actually say something and really mean it when i said it and feel differently 10 years from now i think that's completely reasonable sometimes you say something on monday and then something happens on wednesday so you feel differently on friday you say a different thing and i think it's unfair for us to just hold people it's something they said in a whole different time i remember with kevin hart i think he made some homophobic tweet you know years ago 10 years ago and i'm i'm definitely you know um uh, An ally and and completely against homophobia but I think that to hold him to a tweet that he made 10 years ago when namely that was one of the you know racist jokes and homophobic jokes were the main joke people said in in the comedy world and to hold him to that when he's no longer making those jokes now and also like apologize for it um, which I know this is old news we're over this but it just it did kind of frustrate me because I just feel like there's just no chance for people to grow or change or like so yeah, at that time I made that joke and it was the culture of the time and it's messed up and I'm glad we moved past that,
0: but now I'm, I'm not making that kind of a joke and I think I'm a good person. So. Okay. What about, um, so not to, I don't want to go off a tangent too much, but I did want to ask this. So what about when it comes to, uh, racist things? So for instance, I know, so a lot of the times, um, we are, and I say we, as in African Americans, Black people we are fine we might be fine with letting kevin hart slide but let's say so for instance um and i don't really know know the full outcome of this or all the context but let's say for instance uh sabrina claudio right she had an incident where she had a lot of uh racist things that she was saying about black people and and things of that nature um so from my perspective i feel like the same forgiveness that we give Kevin Hart is the same forgiveness that we have to give someone if they said racist things. Granted, I'm not saying you just welcome them with open arms, but you. I feel like if you do one, you have to do the other. Do you feel that way as well, or what is your take on that?
1: I, I actually do. It just depends on what it was. I don't know this particular situation. Um, I know the guy from... As another example of what I do think we should do, the guy from Taken... What's that guy's
2: name? What, um, Liam Beeson.
1: Liam Beeson. Do you remember when he talked about... I don't remember the full story, but he basically said that he you know, wanted to kill a black man. He, he, wished
0: he wished to kill wish so. Oh, yeah. I, I do, I do, I do remember he, hearing he about, about it.
1: anger. And I don't remember what a black person had done to him, his sister or something. A black person had done something harmful to someone that he cared about. And he was so angry that he was going on a walk and he was like, the first black, I really wish a black person would come at me. And I'm, I'm misquoting him, but like, so I could like kill him basically. I mean, he was like, I'm that angry. And he was talking about it, not because he still felt that way, but because he was trying to be open and honest about where he had been at that time. Right. And he wasn't there anymore. And people tried to cancel him for that. And I actually thought that was not great. I think it's important for him to be honest about that because how many black people would be like, I'm gonna kill the next white person I see after their person gets shot by a cop or something. Like that's a, that's a natural human thing. Now I think when you talk about it from a white perspective, you add on racism and all this terrible stuff that makes it even more dangerous than when a black person feels it. But if we can't talk about it, then what happens is that white people are feeling that in the dark. We have no idea who is on the edge. And then we can't discuss it and heal from it or even try to grow from it. So I do think that um, forgiveness should happen if the person has changed their trajectory and is no longer, and they have a track record of no longer being racist. But if it's a person that's been racist up to yesterday and now they're like, oh, I'm sorry because someone shared their tweet, that's a very different thing.
2: To yeah, I, 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 was, I was gonna. Yeah, to, that's what I was gonna say. I feel like cancel culture can be dangerous in in, uh, in some aspects, um, but there are people who, who those types of things are like uncovered, and they don't offer any type of like penance for like what they said. They don't show that they had any type of growth at all. And so for those people, I feel like I mean, you you still feel this way. So I mean, you you should experience the consequences of your your thoughts then and your same thoughts now. Um, and so, I thought I that, that what ha- that's what happened a lot. I didn't realize Liam Neeson had, and that's, I guess it's a problem with like headlines and and whatever. I didn't realize he. I didn't realize the context of what he said. I just knew that he said that. That's how you felt at the time. Yeah, and no, people, was talking yeah, about right today. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, So people people are allowed to change. I think people are trying to grow, and they're truly like apologetic about what they said, and they you know they they show some awareness of what they what they said. To I think people should be given a second chance. But
1: but definitely not excusing people that are currently still doing craziness and like someone finds out a conversation like you said like you described like if someone hears like a phone conversation from like two days ago about how they really felt
3: that's how you felt bro that was that was just yesterday
0: that's really (laughs) right Brill, do you have a take on that
3: um i think it's just uh i agree um but i think it's kind of uh hard to gauge whether or not somebody has actually changed which makes the situation like sticky like i don't know when i think of like this sabrina claudio i think she made like disparaging remarks about black women specifically and a lot of if i remember correctly i could be wrong but uh, in a lot of these cases like people like her um and i don't know her um situation we'll we'll take it to danny lee for example that whole controversy that she just had um with the whole yellow bone song which yeah that's problematic in itself but you know like making a song like that but then turning around and trying to say like oh but i date black men and i have black friends so how can i be it's like it's like that doesn't mean that you don't harbor anti-black sentiments like you could still be anti-black and date black men or you know it's just like it's like where do you draw the line with that like how do you gauge whether or not somebody has actually like grown or really even understands like how harmful their words were yeah or are
1: i think after hearing everyone speak i'll I'll edit what i said to I'm annoyed with cancel culture, but if we're gonna keep it, which I do think it's important in some cases because people are closeted, terrible people. And when it gets brought to the light, they should lose money and they should lose whatever as a result of whatever racist or homophobic or other terrible thing they're doing. But I think if we can just add a redemption culture to that where we're trying to investigate if they have changed, if they can keep yeah. the same mistake well, then they can really stay canceled. But I do think there should be a, a space in which they can show that they've grown otherwise what's the point if we can't grow as humans then there's no point you know so yeah
0: yeah i agree okay thanks for that